Feel This with Frank and Jess. conversations between me, Jessica Olber-Singleton, and Frank D'Amato, where we explore trauma, healing, and awakening through the lens of relationship. Uh, Hello. Welcome, everyone. Hi. Welcome to you, dear listener. Welcome to Feel This. Welcome, Jess. Hi, Jess. Hi. Hi there. It's nice to see you again. (laughs) Yes. Well, we will get started the way we always get started here with, uh, with bringing a, a grounding and presence, a little internal checking in to see what's alive here in the moment for you, Jess, for me, Frank, and for you, the listener, and for you, the listener, as we embark on our journey today together. So starting as we always start with just connecting to our breath and just feeling the sensation of air coming in through the nose and out through the mouth and following the air into the heart and as we do paying special attention to our sense of our our heart starting with our physical heart in the now. Just feeling in and around the heart, and maybe even opening to feeling your sense of your physical heartbeat. And then from there, transitioning to awareness of your emotional heart here in the now. We'll quickly move through as we've done in the past, some of the categorical emotions. So we just want to check in, like, what's your sense as you connect to your, to your heart area? What's your sense of access to joy, happiness, excitement? Just checking in around that emotion. You can check in in your life in general if you want, or in the very specific of right now. Just getting a felt sense of your access to that emotion or what maybe feels like a lack of access to that emotion in the now. And checking in with sadness. What's here for you in the realm of sadness? And that could be disappointment or kind of heaviness, down energy. Checking in in and around the emotion of fear, tension, anxiety, awkwardness, hesitance. Just breathing into that to whatever degree that's present for you, just kind of noticing it in the body, letting yourself soften into the experience of that emotion. Fear often has the propensity to take us up in our heads where we really think a lot. We imagine scenarios or worry about things. 
it's great to remember that fear is an emotion that we feel in the body. It's an embodied emotion. No different than joy or sadness or anger. It's something we can feel, tune into and feel and even appreciate. The human experience of fear. And then tapping into the emotion of anger, irritation, frustration, rage, outrage. I'm aware of the recent school shooting and I'm aware that these last two emotions of fear and anger can be quite strong. Outrage can be quite strong for us right now. Sadness. It's taking some time just to feel into those emotions. And here focusing on the anger and allowing it to be in the body to whatever degree it's here. And last, we'll check with the major category of kind of disgust. And we can include in that, if I want to group them together, shame, guilt, disgust. It's a little bit of a wide category. They're kind of a little different, but we can kind of hold that space and just check in with that energy in our lives. And this now. And really taking a deep breath into that one. That's a realm of energy that can be a little bit challenging to just breathe into and be with. And so whatever's arising for you in this now, whatever it came up for you in this little exploration, is taking a moment to really acknowledge it within yourself. I'm going to go a little bit deeper in the meditation together. I want to invite in for you an awareness of any area of relationship for you where maybe you're feeling some sense of mm, confusion, maybe some sense of complexity in that relationship, maybe any situation in your life. It could be recent or it could be something from the past, but any situation in a relationship in your life where you know, there's been a rupture in some way, and maybe you have felt a hurt in relationship to another, or you have, you feel, or being told you have caused a, a, a rupture or a hurt in another. Just take a little time just to be with that space in your life. And just noticing what starts to arise in you. Notice what happens in the body. Maybe paying particular attention to the stomach, the gut area. That's often where a lot of our tension, interpersonal tension can reside. The kind of tension in the belly. And just really breathing into it right here, right now. Nothing to do, nothing to fix about it. 
but just for right here and now just a, a moment or two just to practice just breathing into it as it is in whatever state of repair or disrepair this relational energy is for you just allowing it to be exactly where it is just breathe into it And again, we're going to be kind of coming out of this meditation, but once again, bringing awareness to the belly, to the heart, maybe even thanking your own system for just allowing this moment of exploration for whatever body information or mental thoughts, any information that came to you in this exploration, taking a little time just to appreciate the opportunity to do some self-exploration without an agenda other than to explore one's own consciousness here. So I'm going to welcome you in now, both me, Frank, and you, Jess, and you, the listener, into welcoming you into a relational space. Um, I hope wherever we find you today, it is a alive energy and uh, i'm going to be myself on a little bit of a open exploration of aliveness here in this podcast together with you jess my little aliveness hunter <laughs> monitor <laughs> off to my left here yeah so would you like to start would you like me to start what would feel good to you jess you start if you don't mind and we'll see i'll collect my thoughts in the meantime okay and also listen <laughs> also listen yeah. mm -hmm. sounds great well i'm let's see what am i feeling in the now i feel excited right now and i'm gonna dive in here just throw things on the table and uh go with it <laughs> I'm, I'm excited because just the reason why what came up in the meditation came up in the meditation, the second piece around the reason I believe it came up is because Jess and I are working through a rupture and repair circle cycle currently. I think we made some enormous progress today, but I have the felt sense that you and I just are getting to talk about, you know, talk about what happened in terms of the rupture, what happens in, in terms of the movement towards repair, where are we in the moment in that regard as a, a modeling and also a deeper exploration of the rupture and repair cycle. I feel really open and excited to, there is a part of my mind that was like, wants to take care of you in that by which to say, oh, is this okay that we do this on the podcast? And I very clearly in myself know you could say no, of course. This is a recording. We don't have to, pop. we have plenty of time between the time we record it. I guess coming in, I knew we were doing the podcast and I, coming in, those, there were those questions and I was just realizing, oh, this, is, this feels really safe to me. I mean, of course, I'll check in with you. I see you nodding and I see your mm -hmm. eyes. Yeah. Let's just pause there before I go any deeper and just say me putting that on the table, saying that I would like to explore that together and my awareness of you and 
how is that feeling in the now what's coming up for you? Yeah, I, I feel excited to feel the, like, um, I, th I think it's sort of like, I'm not sure if you were exactly saying this, but the feeling of like this natural, perfect feeling of opportunity. I did have a part that was like, why didn't we go first? And we started it. We could have said it first <laughs> and that would have been cool. You know, <laughs> so like that would have been really cool if we'd been the one to say it and bring it up first. Not that we're upset that you did actually, but we just, it was like a, a feeling of like, um, slight missed opportunity or something like it would did they just think it would have been really neat it's just kind of funny so yeah I feel really curious and like on the ride I'm on the ride and see see what happens cool <laughs> <laughs> the one part of me was like one voice was like well I, I passed you the ball first <laughs> you did you totally did <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wanted to give you the option of, of this, you know, I, I kind of knew even if you didn't that I would, but I, I definitely, yeah, I, I feel like I definitely wanted to give you the option to bring it in first. Yeah. Yeah. I was happy, happy to like, okay. I think what, yeah, there was a little part that was like, Hmm is just waiting to see if it's okay with me. Like, by you not bringing it up, like, okay, let's let Frank, this is just wondering, like, what are we going to do? Maybe was it, I don't, I guess there's a question. Was there a little deferring to me or something like that? Just a curiosity. There was, there was just a wondering in me when you, when you said, no, you go first, Frank. There was a little like, oh, it's, I wonder if, yeah, I don't know what, I guess the wondering is if I, here's the wondering, the part of me was wondering if I didn't bring it up, would you have brought it up or would you have gone, oh, Frank doesn't want to talk about it. Maybe I don't want to talk about it. I don't know. It's a kind of a wondering around that. It doesn't feel super important. It, it feels actually kind of uh, a little bit amusing, but yeah, I'm curious how you respond to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like there, there was some hesitancy in my system and from what place from do I have enough of a want to bring this up? Because if he isn't really wanting to, or if there's some sort of, Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess we could talk about that. Like, I guess there was like a fear in my system. Like, can I, mm -hmm. can I kind of handle that? You know, like, what do I do then? And so I think that wasn't all totally conscious, but what was happening is my brain was like doing the thing it does where it was piling things on top of that. We could talk about this. We could talk about this. We could talk about this. And then I was like, overload, pass the ball to Frank. Uh, that was more, it wasn't like super conscious, but that, that was sort of what was going on it was like a little bit of a protective, like, uh, we'd like to, but what if he doesn't want to, can we handle that? I think yeah. it's probably, yeah. What was going on? I felt, yeah, that made, uh, that, that made sense to me. I really felt like I got something when you said that I got, what if he responds in this kind of like, eh, not fully on board way. And then this question of, yeah. well, can I handle that? And I get curious, what would it mean to your system to not be able to handle it? What, what, what do they imagine it would mean that they couldn't handle it. Like what's their worst case scenario? Like you say, let's talk about this. And I go, oh, okay. You know, like you can tell I've got a part that's dragging his foot. Doesn't really want to talk about this. What is the feared uh, thing for your, like what would happen inside you? Yeah, I think 
it has to do with what I feel is like that sense of, uh, so part of, and maybe we'll get into this. Do I want to get into this? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So part of uh, what came up for me in the sort of the rupture between us was my parts are like real strong in the, I'm fine. We're fine. Right. Everything's fine. And so there's right now, there's a lot shifting around in that space inside of me. And my system is learning some new things and processing and assimilating in that arena. And it was a feeling of if maybe like a, an extra bit of sensitivity. Okay. Okay. I think I'm kind of, kind of getting to this idea of like, it's okay if other people aren't fine, but how much on, you know, are other people not being fine and can we handle like, you know, yeah. A little bit of like a, a question of capacity around it. So. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a impulse. Is it, is it an impulse? A wanting to attempt to lay out the in a, as objective way, in much in a like clearing way. Yes. Yes. Though, and the word clearing just comes from a process that Jess and I are both familiar with, where you just kind of lay out the facts of a situation before you get into any of the story around it just to make it as clear as possible. And let's, that's my my intuition. If we two together for the listener could lay out as, as objectively the facts of it as we can. So that part's clear. And then about the rupture and then see where to go from there. Yeah. Um, as you say that, I I feel the, that feels right. I'm wondering if we, if we can, this might happen naturally, but I'll try and ask for, for what I'm feeling and wanting is um, we can pass the ball back and forth in the sense of like your end and my end. We can each kind of give the data points as we saw it from our sides as this unfolded. That sounds fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'll start. Sure. Yeah. You and I have an appointment coaching, healing individual, our individual appointment. And that week, so the little subtext is, or prequel, is that week you did not, we didn't do the podcast because you said you were going on retreat for the week. Okay. So that's That's the point going into Mm -hmm. that. So I come on to Zoom at the appointment time, two minutes, maybe three minutes in my memory, it wasn't very long. Just you don't show up two or three minutes in. I inside myself, I always get about three, four minutes when a client doesn't show up a little bit. There's a little agitation. What do I do now? Is the person coming? Is they not coming? Do I text them? Do I wait? There's a little kerfuffle that happens inside my system. Like, Ooh, what do we do? And I'll even name that, that this all stems from, I, I have done a lot of work around waiting for clients because it used to be very triggering because waiting is a big trigger waiting for my father. He would just say, okay, I'm, you know, he's supposed to pick me up and then he just wouldn't come and I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. So anytime I'm in a situation where I am just waiting for another person, it would bring me right back to that. And I've done a tremendous amount of work on that, but it's still, I used to get really triggered immediately, you know, like almost panicky that the person's not coming and I would be hard, like, what am I, you know, how do I handle this or what's going on? Now it's like the, the activation is probably at a two or a three out of 10, but it's there. So I've got this like vibration running and the vibration is like, is it just coming or not? And then I realize as I go to 
I think as I'm texting you to say, Hey, I'm on, I'm on zoom or whatnot. I realize, Oh my gosh, you're on retreat. And then, then there's like a little self accused. Well, no, I'm getting, I'm sorry. I'm getting into the parts. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, let's back up. I text you. I'm going to just try and go objective. Okay. I text you and say, I'm on zoom. Yeah. Yep. And in the middle of texting you, I realize, Oh, you were on retreat. I must've got this wrong. I text you and say, in the middle of texting you, I say, actually you're on retreat. You're not going to get this for four more days. My bad. Silly me. Talk to you later. I immediately call my client, my next, my client for later, invite them to come earlier. Right. So I could, I don't have an hour and a half of dead time and I can make my day shorter. I have, I call the other client within that client agrees very quickly to come earlier. And then you called me back. I texted, texted. Yeah. I'll be there in a minute. I'll be there oh, in a no. minute. <laughs> oh no, I forgot. I'll be there in a minute and I'll, I'll share what was going on on my end, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I had had a like two or three day replete, retreat. And so I was going to miss the podcast. So I had gotten back the day before. And in fact, I came back a little bit early <laughs> to make sure I wouldn't be late for my, <laughs> our, our, our individual, <laughs> of course. But that particular day, this is data. It was going, it was just like, I felt like a slow day. I kept feeling like, is it time for the thing that I have? And I'd had a really um, emotionally and nervous system, um, shaking day before where my car had this simply put a squirrel bit through. And I know the exact squirrel who did it. Cause it's not a normal <laughs> squirrel. It's this Fox squirrel, this big calculating, uh, curious squirrel who's screwed up my car before when I was on retreat in the same place <laughs> came and he bit through the gas line. And uh -huh. so as I was driving home the day before, our appointment, my car was leaking gas and I had to go through all this hubbubaloo to get back. And my, my dad had to drive like an hour to come and pick me up and I had to have a car towed. So that day, the day of our appointment, I was, I was sort of shook up, right. And the time was going slow. So I was going to find something to do to to kind of have some time pass. So I decided to listen to our podcast, the one that needed notes written, which is one of the things that I do each week. So I was sitting there listening to our podcast and weeding my garden. And I was just having the best time. And then time went really fast and I just lost track. So my podcast, which I was really into our podcast, which is so funny, it sort of paused, it hiccuped. And I was like, what's going on? So I look at my phone and I see that like two minutes had passed and you had texted me. And that's why the phone had kind of made this pause, I think, or the universe was just trying to get my attention. So yeah, I see that you have texted me. I I data, I just sort of fly up into like motion. I'm coming, I'm coming. And so I'm rushing around, you know, I'm pretty much immediately, like within a minute or two of getting your text, I let you know I was coming and I'm rushing around getting the zoom set up. And as I am waiting, I like, I get to the zoom screen and it's in the thing where it's like the, the per, you know, you're waiting to be let in. 
and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And I'm like, I would expect you to be right, right there. So I look at my phone and it says, and now do you want me to turn it back over to you that I'm no, I was actually curious what it says because I don't remember what I. Yeah, let's let's get real data here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you said you're on retreat, so we're we aren't meeting today. I didn't think of that, so that was like four minutes after I should have been there. Three minutes later, I say, "Crap, no, I'm home. I'll be there in a minute." <laughs> Six minutes after that, which is. I guess like 12 minutes after my appointment would have started. I'm here on zoom. And a minute later you respond. Oh no, I just filled the time. Can we reschedule? I got confused. And that was when I, you actually ended up, I saw the phone and then you hopped on zoom. And then you said basically what you had said in the text and and you said, is it okay? Or can we reschedule? You said that to me in person. And I said, I guess so. And then I hung up that that's the data from, from my point, I believe. Yeah. Do you have any data to add to that? No, no. And okay. What's your sense? Where should we go from there? <laughs> it's interesting replaying it like Mm-hmm. This happened. Sure. Then this happened. Then this happened. And then we get to the point where I see that you filled the time and it's very interesting how at that point, it's much harder for me to give just data. Like I can feel my, um, my nervous system is like, Bleh! you know, like the feelings that I had, like almost like reliving the, the, the sort of intensity of, well, there's a really, Gosh, it's uh, what, where should we go from here? I hold on, give me a second here. And, and I'm having a sense as you yeah. begin with that. Mm-hmm. To oh, let's see, well, I, I kind of want to continue the narrative from my perspective because I was kind of unaware of what I was kind of unaware of what the deal this was for you at this time, like in that right after this. So a couple of weeks go by. So this happens. Oh, and you, later that day, you sent me a, a, a message. Yes. Yes. So I, right. So after my session, when I, once I got free, I was, my sense was, I was feeling concerned about that. I was still feeling like, Ooh, you know, how was that? And I really wanted to let you know how I was feeling. So I sent you a Marco Polo, which is a video message. Marco Polo is an app. So I sent you a video message, basically saying, telling you transparently what happened for me, saying, uh, you know, more or less, yeah, I got anxious. I had a part, I moved the thing up. I feel, I feel really remorse that that went down like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm just kind of having kind of reporting. Yeah, kind of reporting what happened for me and then re- reporting that I felt remorse and concern about it, I believe. That's my recall of that message. Yes, that seems right to me. So, okay, so what's actually coming up for me right now, podcast-wise, <laughs> this is interesting, is I'm thinking about the listener. And I'm what's what I'm thinking about, so hopefully this isn't just like a tactic to avoid something else, but it feels really present, <laughs> is I'm thinking about the listener getting this data and they are, I feel this curiosity of, are they 
kind of seeing it more from one perspective or the other. This is sense of a couple things. One, how are they hearing all this? We don't know, but I'm curious about that. And also a real like awareness in my system that in this podcast space, we have at times told people like you and I see each other for individual, we see each other in group, we make this podcast together and that we've never really talked that much about the fact that we have individual sessions together because I'm not even sure how much we've said about that. So there's a part of me that's real aware of that being sort of an unspoken topic and curious if there's any preamble or information that we should be adding to this. Uh, Not that I even know what that would be. So anyway, just suddenly thinking about that third party who doesn't have a voice per se. Mm. And is there anything they need to know or anything that we could add to what we're, you know, we're just sort of jumping in the deep end with this story. Mm. Anyway, I'll Mm. pause there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You saying that, well, it's, I appreciate it. I appreciate your care for the listener. So there's something in me that just appreciates that mindfulness. And there's a part that comes in that has a little something in the realm of fear in me of uh, judgment or something towards me. (laughs) There's a little part like when you said, it's interesting when you said, oh, you were wondering who almost, how are they hearing it? Is there a, whose, are they, whose side whose are they side? picking? Yeah. <laughs> Which is human, right? That's what we do as a human, right? If there's conflict, our tendency is to to pick a side, you know, and, and actually one of the most, I'm not sure what word I want to use here, but I, I do want to say mature, maybe that's probably the best word. Mature way to, when we're addressing conflict, is to be able to be with both sides without picking a side, without having to split and just be able to understand their emotions and uh, drives on both sides and, con- and confusions and you know, needs and all kinds of stuff on both sides and both. Yeah. Um, but it's also our a parts human tendency to, to feel like, Oh, there, there's a conflict. There must be a side and somebody's right and somebody's wrong. And, and in that evaluation, as you brought that forward, there was a part of me that thinks, Oh, everyone's going to side with you. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Just yeah. because you're the client. Right. You're, you're in the so-called position of power. Correct. Sort of. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. So there's a little bit of a heightened, like, ooh, target. <laughs> I'm going to get a target. Right. Which is, okay. I'm just noticing that in me, right? That, that came up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back on. That felt like an aside in some way. Where was your last piece in continuing this? Yeah, you were thinking about the listener. Yeah, and I think in some ways before, I guess it was almost like a pause before we begin to, what I hope, I guess I didn't realize this, but it's sort of like, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what that was like for me. You know, what happened and where I went, which you didn't know until earlier today. Yes. Because I, I, I couldn't figure out how to talk about it and, stuff. I want the listener, (laughs) I have an agenda. I want the listener to own whatever story they're making up now as their story. That's Mm. so like, let's say there's a therapist 
you know, listening to this, they may really identify with Mm. the struggle of sitting and waiting, or I can imagine that like my husband's a psychiatrist. I can imagine that to some extent he may have uh, some, you know, resent, or I, I would, I would imagine this is mine. This isn't his, that when people just don't show up, how it interrupts your day, how it kind of messes things up where you're, you have a plan and you're like, if I'd known, I could have been done with work two hours early. If I could scooch some things around, you know, the, the feeling of being at the whim Mm. of the people showing up for you, you Mm. know? Mm. So anyway, could I jump in? Yeah, please, please. I was sitting, as you were saying that I was like getting into like, Oh, what, what is it for me? And I I think I got more clarity Mm -hmm. as I was listening to you talk just now, which is I am in this state, you know, as a practitioner, when someone's coming in where I am like dropping in and preparing myself for some, like I am preparing myself to to make so much space inside myself to be there for the other and to, to be mentally, emotionally, spiritually prepared to go to the darkest corner of your universe. Cause that may be exactly where you need to go today. It's, it's not that every session I go to with people is in that, in that place, but it might be. I, I, so I'd better be willing and prepared to go there. So those few minutes, of like, okay, I'm sitting down here. I'm getting, you know, something really profound happened to me where I, everything in me goes back and I'm okay. I'm, I'm in this entering into this more sacred place and I have to have some space for that. And then to go there and then there's nobody there at the other end. And it's just like, ah, there's something it's, it's jarring. I'll just say that way where, you know, it's certainly, Yes, the parts come in to try to maximize the schedule and all that, but there is something very deeply jarring in that moment that, yeah, I can't quite, that came clear as you were talking. Yeah. Yeah. And I have parts that have, I have a great appreciation for the space that you create and for the time. And, you know, I, I don't think of it. Well, it's my time. I can do whatever I want with it. It's like, I, I am not inclined. If I'm going to be late, I'm inclined to say I'm a couple minutes late. If, you know, if I know it and if I don't. So in the, in the moment when I saw that I was supposed to be there, that I had lost track of time when I was sitting outside weeding and listening to our podcast, I was just like, I had the parts that were like, you know, you have like the dreams where you're, I forgot I had a shift at my job from when I was 16, you know, this, I have this recurring, it's like, Oh no, you know, this, that, Oh, it's happening. I forgot the important thing and someone's being affected, you know? So that was, I definitely have parts that have respect and appreciation for your side of that, that have to do with, with you specifically, but also just with the inner, the, the fact that there's I affect people by my choices. I am the kind of person who is inclined to be on time or a little late. (laughs) I'm not generally the person who's early. And over time, I've just kind of grown those parts that are really respectful of that. So I don't know. I just, I appreciate you fleshing out what that's like on your end. Um, I don't know that I've ever heard you say it quite like that or, or thought about 
what's happening, you know, as you prepare for whatever might be about to be happening, you know, to be in service, to do your job well with the other person who's coming in. Yeah. So maybe it would be a good time to say what, what kind of happened on my end a little bit. Yeah. For me, you know, there was that initial, oh my God, oh my God, jumping into action, running around. What's the minimum I need to do to get on this call as soon as possible? Like, and then another part of me, and I shared this with you earlier today is like trying to soothe me and say, he knows you're coming now. This is your time. It's okay. If you're a little late, you have communicated to him you coming in with your hair on fire, isn't necessarily going to help. Like what the, you know, you lost track of time now just breathe. You're moving in the right direction. It's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And so when I got up here and I'm waiting for the zoom thing to answer. And so I grabbed my phone and then I see your text and I, the text that specifically said, let's see here. Oh no, I just filled the time. Can we reschedule? I got confused. <laughs> The, the number of parts and feelings I had in that moment <laughs> was sort of like a tsunami wave coming out of nowhere and just like crashing over me. I was like, wait, what? Um, it felt like, this is what I said earlier. I, it felt like the part, I had the part come forward that like you have caught that said to me, you have caused irre irreparable harm. Like you have screwed everything up. You have broken, you have broken things. You have broken this moment and there's nothing you can do mm. to repair it. Like it was very intense, very, very strong. And there was anger. Like there was definitely anger. Like he, he, what he just like seconds, you know, it felt like seconds. And you were like, yeah, yeah, I got something else. I got, I got other things going <laughs> like, and I'm laughing now, but like in that moment, it was like, huh? Ah, you know, it was a lot. Um, so it was so much and I'll just kind of continue to, to, I feel like I want to share why it is that I am only telling you today, two weeks after it happened, mm -hmm. which has turned out to be a wonderful um, part. I have parts that look for what's good and truly like really good things have come of the discomfort and I don't want to use that part, just kind of sweep it under the rug. So I've been watching all that. But right after it happened, I wanted to polo you and share a little bit of like, this is what happened after that happened. And I tried sending you a polo and then I got really apologetic in the polo and I was mad at myself. And I was like, this is not what I want to be poloing. So I erased it. I deleted the polo. And almost immediately, that's when you poloed me as it happened, like soon after where you were like, I'm feeling remorse and this is still kind of not settled in my system. And when I got that polo, I was like, I want to polo back, you know, what I'm feeling. I want to, I want to re respond about what's happening for me. Like I, I got renewed in my want to share. And when I poloed you, which I don't remember now exactly what I poloed and I left it, it very much felt like almost like my system was being hijacked by the part of me that wanted to say to you, it's fine. I'm fine. We're fine. And that part it's fine. I'm fine. We're fine. Is like the part that thinks that if I were to say, yeah, I'm pissed at you, you jerk, how could you do this to me? Or I'm still whatever, whatever was true that, that if I were to say what was true, the parts of me that are like, you would, you would decide that I was too much trouble 
And when I realized that it set off for me over the last two weeks, like this really, and now I'm like, is this podcast material? Whatever I'm saying it, it set off this really interesting series of awarenesses of how that lives in my life, how that shows up even here in this podcast space, how it shows up in our authentic connection group, all kinds of really that, you know, some of it was pretty difficult, but it was like, this is really important. And I'm really curious. And I've been really uh, being observant and writing the ups and downs of seeing something about myself in a clearer way than I had before. Mm. So I'm pausing there and seeing what's coming up for you. The truth of that, hmm. that the truth of how you've been showing up more in the last, maybe even particularly in the last week mm -hmm. in terms of how you've been showing up in the group Marco Polo space. That's the one that stands out most clearly. So the group Marco Polo is where the whole group gets to share things, these video messages and um, there's just, it was just like you pulled the screen off. You were just like, these are things I would not normally allow myself to just do. And, you know, just to say to people, cause I would have this part, the same part that mm -hmm. make nice or to, you yep. know, you know, I'm not going to bother people. I'm not going to burden people with my stuff and blah, blah, blah. And that you had awareness of that part. And you were speaking to that saying that part's here, but I'm choosing to, have it step back. I'm choosing to, to speak my mind and heart anyway, and to see the life that brought up in the group in me was very powerful. So I, that just seems very apparent and real to me as you speak to it here. And as I look back at it and can see, yeah, even the energy you came into our individual session with, which was a lot of fire of life of, mm -hmm. wow, mm -hmm. you know, this is like, I'm seeing these things that have been there for a long time and I, I couldn't quite grasp it, but now I see it's in, in these moments what happened with you is so clear that like, you got to see those parts and in IFS terms, unblend from them to get some space from those parts. So there was a, a tremendous invigoration in you that I could feel. Um, particularly at the beginning of the session when we started, started to open the door. Yeah. 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 What's coming to me now is I'm sort of like I'm reviewing the last two weeks because you know, when you're, when it's happening, yeah, I don't know what's happening. It's just, this is what's next. This is what's next. And suddenly it starts. Yeah, go ahead. Well, th this is just a uh, practical part of me that wants to try to make this as digestible for the listener as possible. Yes. And so I'm wondering if it would be best to continue. So we talked about the rupture. We didn't really go into the repair and maybe would be more clear and easy to talk about the rupture and then the rip, the repair, the repair portion, what that was like today, where we are with that. And then allowing the space for maybe a little bit more of the me chat in terms of like you. Okay. Sure. Sure. Personally, what this means to us, but I want to, I have an impulse to stay on the thread of the, we, what happened okay. in the we, yep. not to get too sidetracked in the me, but come back to the me after. So when yeah. I say me, I mean the, the more personal of like what parts were involved for me individually, you just individually and what that means to you at this point in your growth. And that's all really 
Awesome. But I, I kind of want to keep the narrative of the rupture repair. How does that feel to you? That feels fine. Yeah. It's funny, the clarity in my system that there has been repair, almost like, it's almost like part of me is like, well, yeah, that, that happened. And then I'm like, what did happen? What was the repair? <laughs> so yeah, let's, let's talk about that. That's a great, I, I would be curious to hear what that is in your mind or what happened if you, and, and I can, I can tune into what I remember, um, being particularly helpful, but I'm curious, like from, um, maybe, you know, these terms rupture and repair, like how maybe you see what happened uh, as being repair or something. Well, let's see how I would, I'm, I want to get to those points, but I want to first yeah. describe, I am coming into today's individual with you, not aware that there is a rupture. I mean, I aware right. there was a bump, like I remember where that happened, but I had no idea of anything that was really going on for you underneath that. Pretty much from my perspective, I had a kerfuffle. I got myself in some hot water. I asked you if it was okay. You said it was okay. I expressed some remorse. I saw you in group. We've exchanged text to Marco Polo's. Like, I don't, I'm not sensing anything. Like, because I'm fine. We're fine. It's fine. Yeah. So I'm not <laughs> so coming yeah. in. So when it came in, how did you, let's start with that. How did you, you put it on the table, you were excited, but then you basically were saying, you know, I still have a lot of feelings about what happened. How did you, do you remember how you started? Yeah. I, I sort of said to you when I, what I started with was I wanted to respond to your polo, the way I felt your, your polo felt to me, which was that it was honest and clear. You know, when you poloed me and said, I had remorse. I, I felt the call in me to want to be able to say, this is what was happening for me. And that the realization that I couldn't because of that part that wanted to let you know, everything was fine, was so intense. And so I wanted to go back to the moment that there was this, the text exchange as it was. And I wanted to slow that down and just say like, what happened for me in those moments? Like I, it's important that I could feel that there had been a rupture because the way I was thinking about the podcast, the way I was thinking about things that have to do with that we're involved with together that I'm like, fuck that. I'm not even interested anymore. I don't care. Right. So it's like, Oh, Oh, I'm, I'm mad at Frank. Yeah. I don't have much. I have some practice in being mad at you. I've been mad at you before in the years that we've known each other, but this was new and I was seeing it so much clearer. And I feel like that's kind of what I brought forward. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the touchstones for me, I remember myself getting very emotional when you one said how, how you were impacted by the video, the polo I sent you and my directness in it. And when you said, you know, you were just so like, you were direct, you told me what happened. You, you spoke for remorse and you told me also, like you just laid it bare. I got, I got anxious. I got confused. I had a part come up. You know, I spoke for my parts. I had a part that came up that wanted to fill the space. And then I was confused. Then I didn't know what to do. And, and I'm feeling remorse when you spoke for, Oh, that, that meant something to you that I was transparent and clear and that you wanted to return that, but couldn't. Yes. It just brought tears to my eyes. I, I, felt, hmm, what did I feel? I don't know. I think I can feel something 
it moved from the realm of like the idea of you being hurt or upset with me or that there was something between us. It became very real and tangible that there was something here that my one, my directness felt good to you and two, mm -hmm. that there was a, a longing or a wishing in you. And so I felt one seen and valued like, Oh, you, wow. That, meant something to you how I responded it was a little impulsive for me to just be like oh you know express myself speaking from my heart like I just needed to reach out to you and tell you like ah, I feel uncomfortable about what happened that that landed in you in a positive way and then also that it was something it also landed in you a way of a feeling of incompleteness in yourself that there was some integration for yourself possible here that you were moving towards like I want to express this too frank but i can't and and i can tell even in the moment that was here in the moment like i something wants you know something's not resolved and you want it and something's blocking you in the moment and everything in me is like yes i am here for this i am here for you like let's roll up the sleeves and let's and it's like there's a part of me that's like willing to just like my heart like here it is like i'm gonna open up because I'm here. So that was the tears, like a forwardness in my energy. And in my energetic memory, that's when the energy started to shift in terms of you were dropping down more into what it actually felt like when yes. the hurt. Rather than a report of something that happened two weeks ago that maybe needs to be talked about, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or, or that you were excited. You were in the part that was like, oh, this is going to be great for my personal growth. That I had this thing with Frank and I saw all these things about myself. Isn't this great? That wore off. Yes, and then it was just like, <laughs> oh, oh, actually, <laughs> actually, this is a big pile of slime and sludge and crap. You know, this is, you know. This is some rough shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Okay. So, yeah. and then we kind of dropped into that's when I was dropped into a deep place for me when you were saying, I, I don't even want to do the podcast. Yeah. I, and and no, no, I don't want to do it, but also judging it. This yes. is stupid. This whole podcast. I was feeling really self-conscious and like, ugh, I, you know, I, I just like the, the if I'm just going to speak for a moment for like the really yeah. critical parts was like, Oh, I just sit back and I, I just like, I don't even bring myself, you know, like it was just, I was feeling self-conscious about like the ways in which I bring forward in this space, that part that says I'm fine, you know, we're fine. It's fine. And how that oftentimes keeps me from necessarily being a little grittier or a little bit willing to be uncomfortable or to say something that's a little more raw, like I've been practicing doing with our group polo channel. <laughs> Part of me is like much to their chagrin. I get on there like six times a day now. And I'm like, guys, I'm just going to tell you something. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I'm becoming self-conscious. And then in that, not having a lot of grace, but rather, the anger that was unresolved and unspoken creating defensiveness and some distance between me and you inside of me. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I'll say, mm -hmm. well, one, I'll say, I want to briefly connect to the now feeling, how am I feeling towards you? I feel really good right now. Like I feel like 
this feels fun. I don't know. Yeah. Same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see Jess's smile right now. It's beautiful. Okay. So this feels really fun. So just wanted to kind of check in around that. So I'm kind of a little excited, a little almost giddy, like, oh, this is so fun. We get to talk about this. Okay. So now I'll get back to the content. Mm-hmm. This is where I'll say this, this now entered the dark period of the repair. <laughs> That's right. The dark period of the session, for sure. And of the repair, of the repair cycle, too. I, I, I do feel, you know, as I'm saying it now, I, I can tell, like, when I have rupture with my partner or someone else, like, there feels like there is this period where you just kind of wade, I feel like we in the relational space wade into a murky area where there's pain and it's really not clear and sometimes how to how to navigate and then a few times we were in that and you were speaking to the pain and i was you would cycle around his, i'm going to give you my perceptions you would cycle yeah. around speaking to some of the pain and then protectors coming in that were like eh, what's the point of this or i don't even know what i'm doing here i feel totally adrift and lost i have no idea how to do repair i don't know what i'm doing here i feel totally numb i feel you know you were kind of apathetic like I don't yep. even know if I care if we make repair almost like I'm yep. you know, it, it, Yeah, I had a part where I said, I feel like an Android. Yeah. Like, yeah. No feeling. Yeah. yeah. So that space feels familiar to me in the repair cycle. Not that it's always there, but, and I think you said to me at that point, something like, or said out loud, I don't think you were really speaking to me <laughs> at that point. Cause th- there was a, dis- you know, that we were disconnected in a way. Yeah. You were very far away. I was very yeah. far away from you. There was mm-hmm. maybe lack of trust. You know, we were still, maybe there's um, maybe some parts of you not you know, still in the disrepair place. I don't know. Like seeing me as not to be trusted, sort of, there was a feeling of that. Yes, there was. Yeah. I am, the, uh-huh. I am the other who is now not to be trusted. Yep. And, but you, you were still like, I don't know how to do this. I want to repair kind of, you know, one part of you wants to repair. I don't know how to do it. And I think I said, you know, I'm just going to throw my hat in the ring here and say, what, what's my North star in these situations is to keep listening to the pain and just keep showing up to the pain, you know, and just keep coming back to that. And that's really what it is. And for me, like I am here with you, I'm in this place. I start having parts coming up, right. Where my parts are, they're just worried. Like if they, if you start saying, I don't know if I want to do the podcast, you were having parts that were saying, what if this is the end? Right. Like, yes, I was, right? I was, which is crazy yeah. and not crazy, but in, it's, it's really intense. I was like, what if this can never, what if it never was? What if my I'm fine parts have kept us from having any real relationship? Right. And what? there was never anything here to begin with. Like part of me was like, that could be possible. I can't tell what's real right now. Yeah. Yeah. That part was like, there, saying, what if, what if, what if this was all Sherrod based on me? placating and not being, you know, myself. Playing nice. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. And for me being with you in that moment is it's a sacred place for me. Now there are parts of me that are getting scared too, right? Like, what if that's, you know, they're jumping on board with that narrative. What if is that true? What if I lose Jess in my life? Oh my God. What, you know, what, and they start to, I don't want that. I, you know, this are, connection, our, our working connection, our group connection. So this connection and the podcast is so 
such a big part of my life. So there was little parts you're like, oh no. But my bigger self was just new and knows we just need to be with this. Meaning that question needs to be asked. You need the space to explore that question. Like I know that, you know, and just to go, yeah, let's just sit with that question. What, you know, what if I can hear it? And I was kind of tending to my parts, although I, I was consciously choosing not to speak for them in that moment because I did feel like that would have been a distraction. It yeah. was important that I was with them, but it was, it was your work. And so your the highlight. So I was just getting them to step back where I'm just like, I, I see you. We're just going to be, we're just going to be with that question. And we're just going to keep exploring just being with what is right. And just keeping that needle on. This is what is this question is here. Let's be with it. Let's be with this question. Yeah. Yeah. What I remember from that period of our, of our time together today earlier was one, I remember thinking, how is he not trying to save, trying to fix, trying to, you know, try, you know, why is he not, not in a sense of help, you're not helping, but how, like part of me was, and I don't think I spoke for it, but it was sort of in the back, it was had some awe, like, he's just sitting with me in this. He's not trying to fix in the sense of like, try this. Have you tried this? What about this? And I didn't want you to, but I was impressed that you weren't doing it because it, you know, I was able to express even in my distance, the danger, it felt dangerous, not, not just to our relationship, but this place inside of me that can just, if needed, go far away, you know, and kind of be distant. So, so, so I had that kind of happening in the background. And when you sort of as a separate thing, responding to what you just brought up, there was a significant aspect of the repair. When you, you said something like, even if you show up here, I will be here. I will be here for as long as it takes for this to, the word that's coming to me now is thaw, you know, for, to wait for the thaw, to wait, to, to be present, to keep showing up. You know, I think at one point you said something like, even if it takes 10 years. And I was like, holy, even though I had parts in the back, the defensive parts that were like, yeah, he's just saying what you want to hear right now. Right. Like the parts that didn't trust. It's interesting to, you know, to put voice to all the things that happened in a simultaneous moment. Like I had, I could sit there and watch all that. The part of me that was really feeling what you were saying and feeling touched by it, suddenly feeling the thaw as you were honestly sharing, like, and you were able to clarify, like, yeah, I have parts that, I don't know how you said it because it was more specific than this, but it was like, yeah, I got parts that have like maybe an agenda or maybe have a, you know, a feel this way or feel younger or, or whatever. But in my, I don't know how you said it, my heart of hearts, this is what is true and real for me. And I could feel the truth of that. Yeah. That was definitely, I'm not saying like that fixed everything and it was all better, but that was definitely a big shift yeah. in the thaw. Yeah. You know, in my memory, not too long before that moment was when you were speaking for, you spoke for it, you were scared at your own system's ability to sort of cut me out. Yep. You, you just said in this kind of cool, 
matter of fact way, like the part like, yep, they're, oh yeah, they're with this guy, Frank, I used to, I did dealing work with for years and I, I don't do that with him anymore. And that's it, you know? And I heard that and it was like a chill went through me, but it was a chill of identification, Jess. It was, mm. oh, I, I got that one. I know that little part of me. That's the part of me that took over when my parents split when I was... Uh, nine years old, you know, in, in the midst of all that, and as soon as that ended, it was like, I'm good. I'm ready to move on. I don't, I don't need anything from you people. I'm ready for, I'm just ready to move on with this. And, and that was the way I dealt with, you know, so I know I have that place in me. And so I was, while you were sitting with that, I was sitting with like, Ooh, mm. I see that in myself. And I knew where that came from. And I was sitting with it like, Oh, sitting with that part of me and the, his woundedness, not in the, I mean, I'm largely healed, right? Like if that, if I hadn't done a ton of healing work with that, it, I might've blended with that in that moment or something and then, and then tried to fix it or something and reacted. But that it was more of a, oh, a touch place in me. Like, oh, I, I could feel that young one in me and be with him and be with you and be with that together. And I think that moment definitely loosened something up in me. And I spoke to something like that. I think to you in that moment, I think I said, you said you identified with that part. I, yeah. I think I remember something about that. Like yeah. that, that was, yeah. Yeah. Without going into too much detail, but just yeah. saying, yeah, I, that really, I have, I know that place in me, that place of I'm going to just cut and walk away and I can do that. The coldness of that, the, and the ability yeah. and the hurt underneath that part, that oh. that part to, to be able to, split off that well and I, I that opened up something in my heart a moment or two later was when that felt really true I got really I did get very emotional I had tears in my eyes when I said to you just I just want you to know that I'm 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 here I'm not going in, like I'm here for this and if mm. this if this repair if you I had a little regret because the parts that even if, you know, I get stonewalled for, you know, for years, if your part's just like, nope, nope, I don't forgive you. I don't forgive you. But if you show up here, I will keep showing up. I will keep listening. I will keep trying. It was not from a part that was trying to convince you of that fact or to win you over to, you know, by telling you that it wasn't intentionally to thaw you. It was, yeah. this is true for me. And I want yes. you to know and I had tears in my eyes. It's like, I just want you to know this truth. And I can say it so full heartedly because it is true for me. Like I know it in me that I'm going to keep showing up for this. This is what, this is what I choose. This, this realm of the heart and this realm of walking this and repairing and speaking to it and the rupture repair, the, the whole thing, sticking it out. This is what I choose. It's really hard at times I can get, you know, my own system can get like, ah, run, run away, put their head under the blanket, all that stuff. But in this realm, at the end of the day, I'm going to come back and I'm going to like, let's try again. What, 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 what didn't I get? How did I hurt you that I don't know? I want to get it. I want to show up. So I guess what I want to say about that is that in that moment, it was a true expression of, how I felt and, and it was felt empowering to me to speak to that truth. It didn't feel dependent on you accepting it. I could see you had tears in your eyes and it was softening. 
Mm-hmm. It was a round of softening because about a minute, not even a minute later, you, your the tears went away and the yes, yeah, you remember. That's right. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was, it was a, yeah, it was a, it was a round of it. What's coming up in you? I was getting a new perspective this time with you having shared uh, here that you know the more specific way in which you related to the part of me that can be cold as needed that can disconnect and the hurt that lives underneath that. And when you were saying, I'm showing up, I'll be here. Suddenly it felt like I could feel that this is something, not that you were doing this, but somehow it, it struck my system. This is something you were saying to yourself in a way, like this was part of your own repair in your own system. Like it felt, I felt the, the web of connection and complexity within your own healing, the meaning behind those words, not, mm. Mm, it felt much more universal. And, and then I, it's almost like when you said it now, the rippling of, I've been having these conversations in another place around sort of job and career versus vocation, you know, like this idea that your vocation is the thing you can't not do the thing you're called to do that you're here to do. And I don't want to get necessarily off in another direction, but it was like the depth at which that lives in your system. That it's not a matter of loyalty or responsibility or should it's, it's just the deep expression of who you are Yeah, and the choices you're making, you know? So that felt really good to just get the kind of, not that, you know, it, it happened exactly how it was meant to happen in the in the session, but to get a little bit of behind the scenes now. Mm. And I knew in the moment that you were not saying it or doing anything as a way of getting a response from me. It was just your true, honest sharing, choosing in that moment, this is what's happening for me. And I choose to share it for the benefit of the space. And I, I wanted to share a little bit. I, I don't know that I, it's interesting in this space, you have a a wider perspective because you do what you do with lots of people over lots of time. And you have studied, you know, the rupture and repair, you know, you have the part of your mind that's more cognitive that can watch and see that both in the personal specific moments, but in the broader sense. And it's, it's just interesting to think in this podcast space, we're each kind of sharing what's true for us And for me, I'm like in it very deeply in the personal, like I'm walking it in the moment or I'm only seeing it from my perspective. Not that I don't have any perspective beyond that, but like, even if you were making, I'm just sort of reflecting and finding it interesting that even if you were making a podcast, let's say with the person you see for individual and you had the dynamic between you and that person, you would also have your perspective of having done this thing of rupture and repair of, of having someone be angry at you of, and it's just interesting. I'm sort of thinking about like, sometimes I struggle to know how to express or what's say appropriate in the podcast space or what's just really deeply personal. I don't know. I'm just reflecting. And, um, sometimes I wish that I could sort of back a little bit that I could get a little bit more of a vision of 
what I'm saying at the same time that I'm saying that I'm also (laughs) wanting to give up the part of me that wants to back out the part of me that just wants to throw paint on the canvas and not know where it's going. So Mm. something in me is, is curious about that and watching that. I don't know. That's a real, uh, side shoot. So I'm curious what, what's coming up for you or what you see is. Cause I know we probably also have to wrap this up sometime soon. Yeah. Well, this is interesting. My parts have been, I have an aspect of me, a part that is worried about that is I'm experiencing fear. That's what I'm I'm feeling. And the fear is around as we're the word therapy and therapeutic is coming up a lot. And so the fear is the fear is that there's going to be a lot of projection. Um, I am not a therapist, right? I am, I do healing work. I do personal growth. I, I do IFS sessions. I'm an IFS practitioner. That's what I do. I do. I run personal growth groups that are based on authentic connection and how to speak to your feelings and emotions. I happen to be very adept at the work I do, at, at doing this with, with my clients and with my group members. So there is an aspect of me that is understands that if I were a licensed therapist and you were my client, that this would be triggering for people. This would be, you know, so I have a part that's worried about mm-hmm. my own well-being in this regard. Mm-hmm. That, so that came up just a couple times just because this has come more directly. It's getting more directly under the light here. And there, there's a part of me that feels really sad and angry that this is what, these are the words I'm going to put it in quotes that I have to be worried about that. There's a part of me that I feel sad and angry about that because it just, I just want to be free to be seen, to be connected to, to, to do the work I'm doing without having to fear something around that. Yeah. And so I was distracted, oh, I'll say, quote, unquote, distracted by that. My, sure. I, I had parts perseverating on that. I was feeling in my body. Yeah, what I feel in my stomach is like a tightness, a kind of the stomach itself kind of crunching up a little bit, like it's getting smaller, coming, getting sucked in almost a little bit. A little bit of sadness that that was happening and I couldn't quite follow where you were because of that sure oh i was off over here so a little sense of disconnection from you and sadness around that i'll stop there and just see what's coming up in you as i say that yeah as you share that it's interesting like i felt some of the sadness and anger sort of with you in the sense of knowing how, in my opinion, whatever that's worth, how good you are, what you do. And that sad that, you know, um, because you, yeah, that, that you, that you have to kind of monitor and watch that. And then I also had a part that was like, oh, I should have been more mindful of my own language, you know, that I sort of lump these things together, even though technically 
you know, there's, there's differences and there's, there's certain educational processes that go with certain things and all of that stuff. Yeah. And then I felt sad that like, I don't know, like this is this whole sort of area of what happens between us that I have wanted to talk about in the past, but not known quite how to bring it up or how to talk about it. And then we had this wonderful, what feels like to me, a wonderful, perfect timing opportunity. And then this feeling of like, even then, you know, maybe we'll choose not to put this podcast out because maybe there's too much risk, which I have a lot of care and respect around that. Like, I don't, don't want to minimize or, or pretend that that's not a problem or something or put you in any position of risk. So it was just, um, feeling sad that that's, it's almost like in the podcast space where to me, where both of us, I think are on the page of like, where haven't we gone before? Where else can we go? Like, there's just this real sense of exploration and looking for where the life is and then feeling like there's always this door that has to remain closed. Or if we open it, we suddenly have to be really careful because, of the world we live in and its perspective around what a therapist is and isn't and what a therapist does and doesn't do. And I understand the reasons for that. And I also know that I have a part of me that I really trust that knows when I have found someone who's good at what they do and who has done their due diligence and is very responsible in their approach. And I can't necessarily convince the world of that, nor do I really want to put energy into that. You know, I have to accept the world we live in where they have other rules or other ways of, of validating or whatever. Yeah. I'm checking with how I'm feeling. And then now having hearing that with you, I can feel there's a a kind of a screen of that fear, which is like 50% of how I'm hearing and interpreting this moment is moving through that screen of fear. Mm-hmm. And with that, there's a sadness at that. There's a, a dropping in happening right now, a kind of, uh, kind of a letting go happening. Um, a, there's a little motion moment in me of reaching out to, or opening up to, the divine or God or the universe and kind of like, Hey, show me the way here. I'm going to trust, you know, it's this real moment of like, wow, do I, do I put my hands on the wheel here and try to steer the ship away from danger? Or do I kind of like, wait, let it, let myself be, let, let this truth, like, I really feel like I'm following this deeper truth within me. And there's something in me that wants to keep following that truth. And there's this little voice that's going, uh, yeah. And, (laughs) and be careful, you know, and be careful. I, I want, you know, this part wants to watch out for me. And there's other voice that could be like, you know, Let's, let's follow our truth and so be it. Like if we get attacked, we get attacked, you know, if we, uh, and it's just back, you know, those, those parts can go back and forth. Like, but, uh, but no, I don't want, you know, I don't want to lose this, you know, I don't want to 
I don't know what they imagine, you know, play out the fear. And this taps into something very deep for me of a feeling. This is a very, um, this is a, a generational wounding in me of mm, the sense that the world is going to come in and attack me or take away, you know, I, I was raised to not trust the system in any way, anything about it. I was very explicitly raised to not, I come from Italian American background. Um, my uh, mafia was in my family. Right. So I, I was, it was very explicit. Like the, the, the culture, the system and the culture that you live in is designed to attack you. It's not here for you. No, it's not it's here. against you. It's here yeah. Against you. And it will, it will get you. So you have to, you have to be smart and you have to like, you have to avoid, you have to avoid being seen. So in, in some of those mm. realms, what I'm doing right here is like against, like, don't do a podcast. You're making yourself a target, right? You will, if you, you do that, you're going to bring light on you, right? So that this is a very like, yeah, it just goes back a long way inside me. And there's an energy in me of like, I, I, I'd rather, I, I, you know, again, that I'd rather take the risk, uh, you know, and like in, in order to be free of the, the fear, to be free of the conceptualization and to be myself, to be my truth that, any at whatever cost, you know. Yeah. In hearing what you're saying, which I'm feeling, I'm feeling, um, I'm I'm feeling like some joy witnessing you in this space and the idea of the divine and kind of letting go of the wheel and what's the risk and what's the reward and which what choice you know just not that you've even necessarily made the decision or something, but just being in witness of where you are right now, I feel excited for you at, at the, at the processing and something in that feeling made me go back to the image I had brought up a moment ago of a closed door and that I don't think I expressed this, but I feel very like respectful of you and the risk the potential risk that you might be putting yourself in. And even though I want to open the door because it's not, the risk is not me mine because I'm excited about what might be through there, what we might talk about some of what we've gotten to talk about today. Then there's also the part of me that just feels like I don't have any risk in opening that door. So it's not my door to open in the sense, you know, like we need to both be on board, just like we are with everything. If I didn't want to talk about something, we're not going to talk about it. Right. We both, we both need to give the green light. So it didn't feel like a door of like shame or something. You know what I mean? It's not that kind of closed. It's more like the safety. And then I had a more sort of humorous thought, which just gave me great delight at the idea of, which is that when we go to edit this podcast, if we, the part where you said, um, you brought up this most recent subject of like, I have, I, I couldn't really hear what you were saying because of this fear that came up. I thought about what it might be like to play that at the beginning of the podcast, let people hear that at the beginning. And then the part that gave me joy and made me feel very um, 
silly happy was that we might bleep the word therapist whenever it comes up, like it's a bad word (laughs) and just eliminate it from the entire podcast. (laughs) And I thought, Oh, that would just solve all the problems. Like even though the word therapy and therapeutic and therapist comes out of our mouths, like, um, of course the sentence might not make sense if we bleeped the word every time it came up, but it just, it's like, this is the world we live in. These are the rules that they've come up with for the reasons they have. We, we both agree that, that we have the opinion that, the, that those rules don't really stand here. You know, they don't really make sense. They're limiting rather than creating a space of healing and a space of safety. They're creating the opposite of that in this moment and sort of feeling like how, how can we, how can we get around that? So being like, you know, bleep, (laughs) I see your smile. (laughs) Well, I have an impulse to return to, um, that feels good. Uh, I feel my nervous system settling uh, quite a bit, um, to return to, yeah, just kind of maybe close up and reconnect to the repair recycle. And maybe you and I kind of take a moment together and the listener to take a moment and reflect on the journey we've had here today around rupture repair. And I'd like to just kind of check in with, yeah, how you're feeling maybe towards me, towards our connection, um, towards your experience of today, but the whole cycle of what happened. uh, I really want to open that up to you and just see where you are and take that from there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really good. I feel like I've had a rich meal, but more than that, I feel like I've been on a journey today, maybe over the last couple of weeks, really. And I feel incredibly grateful to have had this discussion, just even whether we put it out or not, the idea of sharing this with people of the value in my own system I just feel that this thing happened, this thing that is so human and so part of relationship and so misunderstood and so rarely done well. And so the source of so many traumas and that, that there's ruptures, but not repair, you know, and, and just the value of it. It's like, I'm holding something really precious and valuable, like inherently valuable, not like gold, you know, and like wanting to just raise it up, you know, and be like this, this matters, this matters. And I feel really curious because I'm in a really, I feel really good right now. And I'm like, you know, there could be a little bit of a contraction tomorrow. Like I would not be surprised. So part of me is like, okay, let's not set this as like the standard, (laughs) you know, it's okay. If this ends up feeling like uh, we maybe ate too much rich food tomorrow. Uh, So I'm curious how that'll be. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'll, my system, I definitely feel a little spent. It's been a, it's been a long day and uh, yeah, lots of parts and feelings along the way. And, uh, but I feel so much joy at this, everything that you and I work through and talk through. And Mm -hmm. I feel really happy for your place too, uh, where you are. It feels really good. 
Yeah. Yeah. I could just see so much shifting for you in the last few weeks uh, around this and it feels great to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to add just one little thing that I've thought of a couple of times and it, it, it's involved this has to do with the podcast space, which is the episode I was listening to when we missed our, our session was the one about me. I was realist. I was listening to the one where we recorded about my voice and I just feel like that podcast, it was like it planted a seed mm. of what it might mean to share my voice. And I just feel really excited. I think of the listener now of if you're on this journey with us of the potential for watching what might unfold from that and seeing how one thing can lead to another can lead to another and how I don't know. It's exciting to see how it might unfold here in this, continue to unfold here in this space. Well, I'm connecting with you, the listener. I want to thank you for coming along the ride once again. Thank you, Jess, for your openness. Thank my own system for their courageous openness and vulnerability. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all next next week. Awesome. See you next time.